Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Hashtag RealPod. I'm your host, Victoria Garrick. And on today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you all the four things I learned this summer and my four tips for a fresh fall. Now, I feel like I'm hoping this will be very timely because it is the end of August and the start of September. So I know a lot of people either are starting school or class or their new job or something is starting right around now. And I wanted to be able to give you guys some advice for that as well as just share the things I've learned this summer to see if maybe that would be relatable to you, but if not, just inspire you to think about what you can take away from this summer to help you have a better fall. That said, let's get right into it. So the first thing that I learned this summer is that I have to respect my day. Now, when I say respect my day, I say this because... When volleyball first ended, I no longer had someone telling me when to wake up, no one telling me where to be. When school ended, I didn't have teachers. I basically, for so many years, had people telling me what to do and when to do it, and that now I finally had total freedom, and I kind of took advantage of that. I would not set an alarm. I slept until like 1130 every day. I would grab my computer and put it on my bed to just start working. And I literally wouldn't leave my bed for hours. And after a while, I got sad. Like it was depressing to just lay in my bed all the time, never get up and brush my hair, never put on shoes, never really leave the house. And even though I was doing good quality work and I was getting stuff done on my computer, I just didn't feel great about the situation. And after a while, I sort of realized that I was creating this kind of lazy environment by being in my bed all the time. And so I figured out that if I just got up and I put on an outfit and I went and I sat at a desk, I would feel a lot better about my day. And I call it respecting my day because I think we take for granted just the basic things we have in life. And I feel like I have this awesome opportunity and this great life in front of me. And so to be in my bed all day long on my computer, not brushing my hair, not taking off my pajamas, I would literally be in the same outfit for like 48 hours. It's not a joke. Ask anyone who FaceTimes me. And so I needed to change that. I started getting up at 8 a.m., And regardless of what was going on my day, I got up at 8 a.m., I put on an outfit that was somewhat presentable, and I did work at a desk, or I left the house, and I did it at a library or a coffee shop, and I started feeling so much better. So that's something I learned this summer is regardless of the fact that no one's telling me what to do, I have to hold myself accountable to the standard of daily life I want to have. So that's number one is respect my day and going into the fall, I'm going to keep this up and I'm definitely feeling a lot better about it. The second thing is prioritize fun. 
This is a hard one, and a lot of you guys also ask me about schedule management and balancing everything, and I want to do something separate on that because it's a whole thing to dive into, but mainly a takeaway I had from this summer was I canceled way too many fun things I was looking forward to for work, and maybe you can relate to that, whether it's your sport or school, and you have to keep constantly canceling things you actually want to do. And yes, we're going to have things we can't do that we want to do, like go to the movies or hang out with friends every night or maybe watch The Bachelor live on a Monday night because we have other things that are more important. However, I was honestly canceling the few main things I wanted to be doing. For example, Outside Lands was a concert I really, really wanted to go to, and the past four years... At USC, I had double days on the day of the festival, so I never could go when all my friends went, and I was so envious. So this year, I was finally like, okay, I'm going to Outside Lands, and it's going to be so fun, and I was having it all planned. And then a work opportunity came up, and I was like, I should take this. It's going to be so cool. I need to do this for my career. So I canceled Outside Lands. And looking back, yes, it was a cool thing I was able to do. This was when I went to China. I sacrificed this to go to China. But honestly, at the end of the day, if you're not doing the fun things that bring you joy and participating in those few events here and there that come around once a year, like this festival that comes around once a year, you have to prioritize fun. And that is part of mental wellness is incorporating things into your life that bring you joy. So I learned this summer that I was canceling way too many things with my friends and that I was looking forward to to for work. Another thing was I wanted to go to an Ariana Grande concert with two of my friends and I couldn't go because of something with work. And so just here and there, if I would have given myself one of those things, I think I would have been a, a lot happier and felt a lot better about my social life. But I constantly was prioritizing work this summer. And now that I'm coming up for air, I'm realizing how not great that was for me. So that is my second thing is prioritizing fun. And I'm hoping and I'm knowing that going into this fall, I'm going to make sure I am allowing myself to have those little joys and little opportunities. The third thing is I need to be better at accepting criticism. I learned that a lot this summer. As a player, I feel like we always believe we can get better, right? Because unless you're literally on the Olympic stage with a gold medal, you just know you're not the best in the world. So there's always this idea that we're growing and we're getting better as athletes every single day. For some reason, I think I and a lot of us lose sight of this idea that we can get better Every single day as people, I can be a better Victoria tomorrow than I was today and the next day than I was tomorrow. I think it's because it's such a personal thing, right? It's like who we are at our core or what makes us us. So when someone says, you could be cleaner or you could communicate this better or, you know, you could deliver your talk this way versus that way, we need to be accepting of that. And that's something I learned is I wasn't able to accept criticism very well in regards to my career and also just 
for me as a person. And that has been something I have been learning and really wanting to get better at. And in the beginning, it was definitely hard. I think the first time I really realized I wasn't good at this was like with my parents. I think they were like, oh, why don't you read us this speech you've you prepared? Or why don't you do this? And then I would do it and they'd say, okay, well, maybe you should change it to, to do this in the beginning or this at the end. And I would get so offended, like, oh, I've worked so hard on this. Why aren't you just telling me it's great? And so I would go along. And then I realized they're right. Like I should have changed it to this or I should have said this. Or you know when someone is giving you advice and it's honestly really good, but you're just sitting there like, I don't want to have to be taking advice or changing something or I wish I thought of this on my own. So I realized that I have to be better at accepting criticism. I prided myself on being a very coachable volleyball player. I would always accept feedback and always try to change. And I think I can be better at that as a human being. So moving forward, when people that I respect and love give me criticism, whether that's about my work or just me as a human, I'm going to really try to hear that and see that out and believe that every single day I can be a better person the same way I believed I could be a better player every single day. And the last and fourth thing I learned this summer was I have to stop fearing failure as I start this new chapter in my life. Failing in volleyball wasn't that scary to me because I had grown up playing it and I had been experiencing failure and rejection and also successes in my athletic career for a very long time, so I was used to it. When that ended and it was just sort of me and my career and this business and this community I'm building, failing in that was a lot harder for me because I'd never experienced it before because it was such a new thing. And I have to remind myself that the same way I took or the same way I had to experience so many heartaches and failures in volleyball to get where I ended up is the same way I'm going to have to accept maybe an unanswered email or a DM left on red or an opportunity I didn't get or something I was passed up on because those things are going to help me learn and get better in my career as I move forward. So the fourth thing I learned this summer was I have to stop fearing failure and thinking that I have to be absolutely perfect as I figure out my next step in life. I hope some of those were applicable to you. I honestly want to share with you guys the inner thoughts and conversations I have with myself because I definitely don't want to seem like I have it all together all the time or like I am perfect and I definitely made a lot of mistakes this summer that I am learning from. So I know these were personal to me. I was hoping that by kind of being honest and vulnerable about what I experienced this summer that maybe you would be able to take a fresh look at what you went through this summer and if there's something that you could be better at. Anyways, now I will get into my four tips for a fresh fall. I thought about these deeply and then if I could give you guys four tips for a brand new start that's going to feel really good for you, it would be the following. The first thing is seek discomfort. Now, being uncomfortable in life is one of the most important things. I honestly cannot stress this enough. The best way I can explain it is... If your life was an ice cream flavor, would it be vanilla? Would it be vanilla 
being life. And by, by vanilla, like let's just discuss that flavor for a hot sec. Vanilla is easy. Everyone likes it. There's no risk. It's a safe call. It's like if you bring vanilla to a picnic, 80% of people are going to be able to eat it. Whereas, you know, if you chose another flavor, if you put on sprinkles or you, you know, doused it with some syrup, there's risk. It's uncomfortable. But the payoff, the ceiling for that is so much higher. So in your life, constantly ask yourself, you know, am I being uncomfortable and am I seeking discomfort in situations? And it can be as small as trying to make a new friend. That is something that I've been talking to a few people about, whether that's at work or a new high school or or your first year at college, um, or maybe all the girls on your team graduated and now you have new people you have to get close with. Just put yourself out there. Maybe say, hey, can I sit here today? Or, you know, all right, I have an extra pen if you need one. Whatever it is, just extend yourself and it's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to think maybe they're going to reject me. But honestly, the more you do that, the more likely someone is going to respond the way you want and you're going to be in a situation that is going to make you happier. So be uncomfortable, take a new class, join a new club. I mean, the worst that can happen is not that bad. So number one is seek discomfort. My second piece of advice for a fresh fall is to be at peace with your situation. Now, when I say be at peace with your situation, I am talking to the people who don't love where they're at right now in life. Whether you don't like your job, you're unhappy with your school situation, you didn't make a team, and you have to go on with the year. If that's you, I challenge you to just be at peace with your situation. You don't have to accept it and never try for anything better or just say, you know, this is how it has to be. But I want you to be at peace with it, which means you're no longer letting it cause you anger and frustration because those emotions are going to overcome you and honestly get in the way of you having any chance of making things better or seeing a silver lining. So you might not love where you're at, but find the calmness, forgive that, be at peace with it. And so you can now be at a place to find the silver lining, see the bright side, make the best of it. To quote Gary Vee, I saw something on his Instagram the other day along the lines of, if you're focusing on the bad of yesterday, you can't see the good in today. And that's kind of what I mean by that. As you start whatever it is you're about to begin, it's probably not going to be a perfect start. So try to find a way to get over the fact that it's not exactly the way you were hoping it was going to be so that now you can be in a better position to soak in all the opportunity and the potential that is still there. Because I promise there is still so much if you let yourself see it. Now onto my third piece of advice, start stating your worth. Rather than all the reasons you can't, you shouldn't, or you aren't cool enough, good enough, or awesome enough for whatever it is you're convincing yourself of, I want you to think about all the reasons you are worthy and you are good enough. So if you can wake up every day and just say a few things about why 
you can have a good day or why you're someone that is enough in this situation, you're just instilling that little bit of confidence that can take you so much farther and you would literally be amazed at at how much power this has. So I want you to start affirming yourself, start stating your worth and going into this new situation and the fall as if you are worthy of everything that's going to come your way. Now that brings me to my fifth and final thing, which is don't have expectations. Now, when I say don't have expectations, the first thing I want you to know is I am not someone that does this well. So when I say this to you as advice, I am also taking it in for myself as well because I really want to be better at this. I am someone that literally has the highest expectations at all times about everything And that is something I'm also working on, but I would also like to advise it to you guys to not do because I've seen firsthand how it can affect people. Now, the thing about this is having no expectations does not mean don't have goals for yourself or set low expectations for yourself. Having no expectations just means you don't believe the world owes you anything. It means you're not going to play the victim of your circumstance. So if you think about something I learned is called an internal locus of control and your an internal locus of control means you believe that you control your own life, right? You're in control and you're the driver. If you have an external locus of control, it means that you think that your life is controlled by outside factors, which you can't influence and fate controls your life. This is a very scary sort of mindset and position to have because you constantly think everything is happening to you as opposed to happening for you. So by not having expectations, you are basically just letting go of this idea that you deserve something or you are supposed to have this amazing thing. And you instead can focus on this idea that you are going to put in all the work you can, you're going to grind, you're going to set yourself up to have the things you want, but if you don't get them, you're not going to be upset at life. And this is just a better way to go into the fall because you're not going to be let down. And then in return, you're also going to be so grateful for the awesome opportunities and things that you do get from your hard work. That sums up my four things I learned this summer and my four tips for a fresh fall. I hope that you guys were able to take something from this. Maybe it was small. Maybe it's helping you get more clarity or just feel better about your day right now and whatever journey you are about to begin. I have the best time on this podcast with you guys. I literally look forward to it every week. It makes me so happy to have this audio outlet to just share my thoughts and also the thoughts of these other inspiring, amazing women that I hope to bring to you guys every week. Next week's going to be super amazing. So if you're not subscribed, make sure you do. And also follow the podcast on Instagram. It's RealPod. And leave five stars and a review if you would be so kind. The reviews are very important. And I also love reading them and hearing what you guys have to say. Anyways, I hope you guys have the best rest of your day. And I will see you back here next Tuesday with a very special guest.